really sound this ugly. safe answer to that oh were we live <laughs> were yes. you rolling oops hi hello we have matching microphones now nice and then everyone keeps asking for us to introduce ourselves so i'm hi. jason i am isaac mm-hmm. and we are <laughs> Uh, brother-in-laws. Brother-in-laws. Two brother-in-laws sitting in a room. <laughs> so, One foot apart. Um, would you like to count down mm-hmm. for the pop-offs? Or count up? Sorry. Uh, one, two, three. I think that's the first time I've genuinely popped on three. <laughs> I just I thought it was a thing where you don't actually pop on three. You don't. So. Oh. Yeah. That so occurred. welcome to the podcast. I am Bob the Tomato. He's Larry the Cable Guy. And you're watching Disney Channel. Being consistent, I suppose. Okay. So, okay. Right. Anything happened to you this week? Also, Mm-mm. you should try to keep the mic up here, up or here. else. Yeah. You need to get those little pin mics that you can pin to your shirt. More money. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything happened to me this week? I don't think so. That's most weeks. My week was crazy, but I'm not going to get into the details of any of it because it's just graphic veterinary medical things. But a lot of calves and goats birthed, and some of it was quite dramatic. Hmm. Or mildly traumatic for some people. Congratulations on your goat, though. Yeah. Have you ever had to stick your hand up a cow's butt before? Have you seen those videos? Uh-huh. Where they have to check the cow and they uh-huh. <laughs> put their entire arm in the cow. Uh-huh. Have you done that? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yep. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> Not great. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> yeah, every time you do that, it's very messy. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, um, how it, basically, when you do that, they think they're pooping, so then they poop. So, no matter what you do, like, you have to prepare for a large mess. Yeah, it's not fun. And what are you doing again when you do that? Just for funsies? (laughs) (laughs) No, um, you're checking pregnancies. Generally, to see. I feel like there's easier ways. Surely, there's easier ways. 
<laughs> right? No? That's the only I mean, way. That's the cheapest way. I wonder how they found that one out. I mean, the only other way to do it is ultrasound, but then you got to have ultrasound equipment, so. Hmm. How do we figure out if this cow's pregnant? Hmm. <laughs> Did you check its butt? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but that? yeah, the vet, even the vet does that most of the time because yeah. you, when it's closer to birth, you do that to check positioning of the calf and everything, see if it's turned yet, hmm. things like that. But yeah. Hmm. Have you seen that video of the elephant where they had to unclog the elephant? Was uh, constipated? I yeah. They were wearing like a whole have... raincoat. <laughs> yes, it it is like that. Oh my! Like because we have to do it inside, mm. and like it just splatters all over the walls. The walls are white in the milking room, which doesn't make a whole lot of mm. sense. Milk is white. Right. <laughs> At first, I mean it's not. It's pretty much white, but like. Since we do Jersey cows, it's got a lot of fat in it, so it's actually a little bit yellowish. Mm-hmm. It's not like white, white. But yeah, I suppose we will move on to questions. That's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, microphone works here. So like it's not here; it's right here. You hear that? Oh, like this? Okay. Yeah, so you're talking to the side of it right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, it says back here. That's the back. Oh. Yeah, and that's the front. Hello. Whoa. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Now we can hear you. And it's also nice I have matching mics now, so now the audio... Also, the audio, I'm doing it differently, so we're both recording through both instead of, like, one in the left, one in the right. Oh, okay. So we're improving slowly but surely. Mm. Question number one. Do you think Theo is a future artist? I mean, probably. My dad was an artist. Mom's an artist. Um, My grandma was an artist. Both of my grandmas. Um, Not too sure about my grandfathers. But, I mean, I guess my grandfathers were artists just because they were kind of craftsmen. You know, they built stuff with wood and stuff. So was my dad. So, I mean... He's kind of exposed to it in all angles because Eileen does art, you know. Um, she paints and draws and stuff, and she plays guitar, which that's something I have never <laughs> been able to do is pick up an instrument. So I think uh, I think the answer to that is probably. You know. Right. I think most humans end up having some sort of creative outlet Right. at some point. <laughs> yeah. So. But art in general has been like, you know, the artistic side of, you know, painting and creating something has been a big part of our, my side of the family. Right. For sure. Um, So this is more of a silly question. How adorable is Theodore? He's all right. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's pretty cute. Um, like a solid three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he came out, and to be honest, I think babies are ugly. 
Right. I but think he I, was a cute newborn. He was a cute newborn. Like yeah. he, as soon as he came out, he was opening his eyes and looking around. He wasn't covered. He wasn't even covered in all that slime, you know, when they first come out. It was like he came out and was like, ah, the most <laughs> perfect, beautiful baby in the world. And uh, he just kept getting cuter, you know. Yep. And I look, I look at him now, and then I look back at pictures of him when he was smaller. It was like, huh, maybe he wasn't as cute. <laughs> but he just keeps getting cuter. So yeah. It's, you know. Yeah, now he's talking a little bit. It's hilarious. And I kind of, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I would show pi people pictures of my baby, you know. Do you think my baby's ugly? <laughs> they were like, no, that's a cute baby. <laughs> so probably flattering. But uh, people would just walk up to us in grocery stores or restaurants and stop us and just like, wow, your baby's beautiful. And uh, so I'm pretty confident that he's a cutie. Uh, it's agree. not just our parent right. love and adoration yeah, for him. I've had, obviously, I'm highly connected to him, and I have that from a lot of people as well. Mm. So, yeah, I would say he is very cute. Okay. Very going along the main vein of what our <laughs> questions have been recently. Worst and best movies. Worst and best movies. Well, hmm. I have a lot of worst and a lot of bests, but the number one I think I complain about the most is probably Jurassic World. And you've heard me really, yep, you've heard me talk about it before, right? Yeah, about a Jurassic bit. World is I grew up on Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, I grew up in that era. Well, I didn't grow up in that era, but I grew up with those movies. Right. And I grew up with, you know, the practical effects and like it looked super realistic to me. And I was like, wow, how do they do such a good job? And then the T-Rex, they had like a, what, 14 foot tall animatronic, you right. know, which was super ahead of its time. And they yeah. were setting all these like huge checkpoints for the movie in industry and uh, cinematography and creativeness and you know and now with Jurassic World it's all CGI and what's not CGI they CGI over it so they have some practical effects but you know they CGI the eyeballs so the eyeballs look more real and they you know anytime they have to have a scene of a dinosaur running they'll CGI that in and they had that with the old Jurassic Park but I don't know. It's like I prefer the old way they animated things over the new way. And I don't know why that is, but it just doesn't look realistic to me. You know, the actors don't feel realistic to me. I mean, Chris Pratt, <laughs> I kind of feel like he plays the same character in every movie he's in just about. <laughs> right. But uh, I'm pretty picky about movies. But... uh I mean, I was honestly going down a similar vein, but I would say that it's safe to say the best movie ever made is Velocipaster. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. It's. <laughs> you said the best movie? I was being sarcastic, um, but it is like such a bad movie that it's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's purposely doing that, then. Yeah. You know. It's. It's. It's a gem. <laughs> It's such a gem. Yeah. And it it's so odd too because 
you know, Velocipastor, it's like giving off this vibe that it's a Christian movie. And then it's like not mm-hmm. a, even a Christian um, value, you know, like the. Right. It's like super odd. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's basically like anti Catholic. Yeah. If I remember right, it's super anti-Catholic. weird. Anti Catholic. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. Um, what about your favorite? Favorite movie? Or is that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what movie like I've watched multiple times and enjoyed. Hmm. Well, like I really like Napoleon Dynamite, and I know a lot of people hate it. Mm-hmm. And I hated it the first time I watched it, but mm-hmm. I love it more and more every time I watch it. Older movies like that, especially comedies, I just can't get into. Like, I have an appreciation of Napoleon Dynamite just because of the, I guess, the community. Right. You know? Because if you don't know what Napoleon Dynamite is, and who are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, I appreciate the one-liners in it. But that's, you know, that's the whole movie. It's, right. it's just one-liners. <laughs> and, uh, which is great for that kind of genre of movie, you know? Right. Are, yeah. Are they hearing me okay? You might, do I need to get closer? Or is yeah, this okay? You should, you should try to be close. Hmm. So what I try to say is like, see my waves coming up here? Mm-hmm. Yep. They should be Red about Robins. that big. Because see, like when you're far away, huh. they're like that big. And then it, yep. I'm totally overwhelming you. All right. I'll try to hold the mic in front of my face <laughs> <laughs> as hard as that's going to be. Yeah. Um. um. But yeah, so like... From a cinematic standpoint, it's really hard for me to put, like, what I think is the best, mm-hmm. you know, because, of course, like, Marvel's come out with amazing movies. Mm-hmm. Also, their budget is, like, yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. So, like, it's not <laughs> as impressive as, like, a smaller budget movie doing something right. amazing. Um. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, my favorite, well, I'm a big fan of Star Wars, of course. Like right. if if I had to take a trivia qu- uh, test on, you know, a certain movie, it would probably be Star Wars. Um, but I really like any movie that has really good cinematography. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just anything that has good picture, good lighting. Um, and, you know, actors play a big part of angles and stuff you know right but um it sounds cliche i guess but i really like the joker movie that came out how many years ago three years ago now is that how long it's been out approximately um yeah i think 2019 i saw this post it said like joker is like Billie Eilish for guys, <laughs> you know that kind of cringe culture yes. of yes. Um, idol exactly worship. Right. But I really liked the Joker movie because it was kind of set in realism, right? Even though it was a comic book movie, and the the picture in that movie was just phenomenal. Um, it keeps you guessing. It makes you cringe a lot, which you don't see that in movies because most. Movies like you to be comfortable in the theater and at home, but it makes right. you cringe a lot. So it was uh, fun to 
feel that uh, level of it's like not a thriller, but you're still getting <laughs> thrilled just by how uncomfortable it is. I just think it's a really interesting, creative way to do that character. But um, I'll just name a few other movies that I like. I like um, Silence. It has uh, Adam Driver, Liam Neeson, um, who else was that? Andrew Garfield. Have you seen that? No. It's about three missionaries who um, go oh, to Japan. Yeah, and I, yeah like I have watched it. Heavenly uh, persecuted there. I watched it with you. Oh, that's right. Right. And uh, yeah, that is a good movie. Yeah. And of course, that movie had really good shots and really good mm -hmm. picture in it as well. So um, that one. But uh, yeah, anything that y you can just tell that it's going to have good picture just by like the name and the the cover right but uh yeah this is like totally out of left field but i think an awesome movie from a mainly a nostalgic standpoint but also like looking back on it it's like actually it's pretty ingenious and creative and good filming mm. is milo and otis <laughs> Have you watched? never seen it? What? Yeah. Growing never. up with the Brownings, you never watched Milo and Otis. No. That's insane. Is it a dog movie? It's what? about a dog and a cat. And they just filmed a dog and a cat through like their whole life and then made it a story and dubbed over the top of like it's a guy narrating it. And he has a Canadian accent, <laughs> and it's just awesome. No, I, ne I never even heard and of they, that. They really go like in real life because they're real animals, and they're just filming them go through like the craziest crap. <laughs> it's it's actually really amazing. It's interesting. Yeah, I have to yeah, check that out. We should watch Milo and Otis. We should have a Milo and Otis watching party. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite genre movie? Probably comedy. I don't really. I don't really watch. List. <laughs> I don't watch movies that much. It's true. So I yeah we don't have TV. We just watch Disney Plus and YouTube. Right. <laughs> so right. we hardly watch movies as well. Yeah. Oh, I was also gonna say one of my favorite works of art ever. This wasn't originally a movie, but I love it. Is Pooh's Grand Adventure is amazing. <laughs> I. Every as I get older, I appreciate it more and more, and think it's more and more amazing as I get older. Like it's really awesome. I think I know there was a, like everyone's like, "Wow, he just loves kid movies," but like they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very impressed by mature movies. I don't mm. know. I'm just like, okay, yeah, that happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You've seen Knives Out, right? Yes, that was a good movie. Yeah, that was good. That was a good plot. The um, murder on the Something Express. That's another whodunit uh, movie. Can't remember. They have a sequel coming out, Murder on the Nile. Nile. Um, it looks pretty good. Cool, cool. So whoever asked that question just like went through all of those. So your worst and best TV shows. Hmm. Hmm. My the longest one that I, I usually don't watch shows unless it's just like a six-episode thing on 
Disney Plus or whatever. But um, the longest one that I've watched for the longest amount of time is The Walking Dead. Um, I've really enjoyed it, even though, you know, people say have been saying some things like, you know, the later seasons aren't as good as the earlier seasons. But I've really enjoyed it all the way through because I just like any game or movie or story that starts where the characters like have nothing and they like slowly build up and build more to the point like they're just making campfires all the way to like they're building cities and learning how to dig wells and stuff like that i really enjoy those kind of premise of survival Mm -hmm. shows video games movies yep yep i have spent the majority of my show watching time on just super cliche comedies so like the office parks and rec psych Mm -hmm. the middle (laughs) (laughs) and i mean my favorite is psych for sure like i've watched all of psych at least twice i've never seen one episode (laughs) so (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i would say psych is my favorite for sure Mm -hmm. and then probably parks and rec and then the office and then Mm -hmm. the middle I watch a lot of cartoon shows. <laughs> Adventure Time. I've probably seen every episode of Adventure Time. Um, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I watch a lot of that. I enjoy Bob's Burgers. Um, a lot of stuff that I probably should be watching. Adult cartoons like Rick and Morty and Family Guy and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I... I don't know, something about stimulating your brain with the bright colors and stuff. It makes me happy. Right. Um, this is an embarrassing one. Steven Universe, have you ever seen that? No idea. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's just a it's a kid's cartoon, but it's uh, pretty cheesy. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed it because of the art style right. in it. What was that YouTube show we used to watch with Braden with the, like the slugs? I didn't watch that. I thought that was a stupid show. It's called okay. Larva. Larva, and, that's uh, right. I hope the Brownings are watching that. I still think it's a stupid show. <laughs> um, I Okay, so here's my take. I was so bored watching that. <laughs> like, Eileen watched all of them. I thought you were getting ready to defend it. And I was just like... <laughs> tormented like I feel because, my brain cells dying because the only thing that like I ever watched when I was growing up was just like whatever Eileen was watching because she was mm. the one with the phone and mm-hmm. she you know and you know mom was mom and dad didn't really watch stuff on YouTube back then they do now constantly mm. but so you know I was just stuck with whatever Eileen wanted to watch basically and so she was watching Larva so my only content was Larva and I was just so bored, but I still watched it because it was all I could watch. It's like one of those shows that play on TV just as for just a little tiny like sideshow. And then you get back into it's, watching Spongebob or something. It's like, like, oh, that, that was weird. It's like the elevator music of, <laughs> <laughs> of entertainment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, I remember liking like one episode and that was it. The Brownings were so devastated that I didn't like it, like to the point where I had to be like, oh, yeah, I like this episode. I like this about it. But really, the characters would go on there and go, they'd go, 
<laughs> and then that would be the show. <laughs> like one would get killed or something. And it's like, oh, yes. And it was this really uncomfortable form of 3D animation. Like you have these bright, low colorful um, slugs, but they're in like a really gross sewer. Yeah, it's so... <laughs> it just made my it made, it made me sick. But I don't even know why we're talking about that so long. <laughs> yeah, let's cut down on the larva screen time. Oh, best and worst books was the next one. Books? I don't read. Never read books. So I've already <laughs> said this once. Animal Farm is one of my favorite books. Mm. Um, I like metaphors. <laughs> Um, other really good books. Um, I honestly didn't enjoy most of the books I read. Mm -hmm. Um, any of the ones I did, I look back now and I'm like, oh yeah, I was a child when I read that. Yeah. Like I read a lot of the Hardy Boy books and, um, stuff like that. All the mature ones were so hard to read. Like, Mom made me read Red Badge of Courage when I was like 10. And I don't know what that is. It's like, it's about war. Mm. You know, this guy gets the Red Badge of Courage. Mm. And it's from the Civil War era, I think. I could be wrong on that. I don't remember. Like I said, I was 10 or something, somewhere around there. Um, but the whole thing is written in like the way they spoke at that time. And so it's all like wow. chopped up and with yeah. apostrophes everywhere. Yeah. And it's so difficult to read hmm. that you'd like get through reading a page and then you're like, I didn't comprehend any of that. I was just trying to figure out what word was what. That's me with every book. <laughs> so yeah. I'd, um, I really enjoyed the Mark Twain books, which of course they're, obvious classics but like Hmm. Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer and those books yeah um I I don't read for enjoyment (laughs) it's just not something I do I I mean I read books for school whenever I was in Atlanta and then I read books even before that for school and it'd be stuff like um The Christmas Carol or you know, classics like The Invisible Man or... The Christmas uh, Carol is like my least favorite book ever. I hate that book. Or Swiss Family Robinson. Robinson. And then I read this one book when I was little about this man who started the orphanage, a orphanage, and he like went through a bunch of trials and stuff. It was an interesting story, but just drawn out like... You could just summarize the whole book because he had a orphanage he lost it he got it back he lost money he got money and that's the end <laughs> that's just all the I, book but. this i i have come to my conclusion i know what my favorite book or books is is narnia i loved narnia you read those i read all of them see i would watch amazing i would just watch the movies of all the hunger books, games and so i completely disagree because mm-hmm. with narnia it's so since it's like in another realm mm. it's so much better in the books because he's very descriptive but you use your imagination to fill it in mm. and so like 
actually like my the imagery that I've made up in my own head from reading Narnia is like ingrained in my brain <laughs> and it's it's really amazing and also just like the messaging of it is way better in the books than in the movies it's like super watered down yeah I loved the Narnia books I think everyone should read those just for I mean they're truly entertaining too like generally by books I'm not that entertained but they're it actually entertaining I'm still not going to read the book <laughs> Um, let's see what we got here. Doobie doobie doobop. Phineas and Ferb was a good yeah. show too. Yes, it was. I watched that a lot. Oh, favorite online content creators. That's a good question. Or is it? Um. Do not recommend any of these videos I am about to list. <laughs> oh boy, who watches this stuff? <laughs> who watches Everyone, these videos? We can uh, make this audio version only if you want. <laughs> uh, um, I watched Tomska. He's the creator of ASDF mm-hmm. movies. Oh, those are great. Yeah. Um, for gaming, I watch Markiplier. Eileen hates me watching Markiplier. He is very loud and very obnoxious i i don't like most youtubers um oh here's a good one i can mention um the urban rescue ranch oh yeah was, that's i great. highly recommend um anyone who just wants a long-term casual viewing to a person who's not going to sell out not going to try to sponsor his videos with this and that or try to just like super hype mm-hmm. up his own videos he's just purely making content out of his own passion and he's not trying to get you know likes necessarily i mean i'm sure he wants some but he's not like he's putting his comedy in his content before his need and obsession for likes and stuff which is yeah. very nice to see and you know and on top of that so the urban rescue ranch is um this guy named ben and he uh takes care of animals basically in an urban setting and uh he's really funny he's my age um so So fun he he basically through his comedy makes fun of just modern youtube culture you know it's just you'd have to watch it to fully understand his comedy it's It's pretty good yeah but uh, and you like you can watch you know, he's had this baby kangaroo for so long, and I've literally watched this kangaroo grow up. So you start to get attached to the animals. Mm-hmm. You know, you get attached to a freaking chicken whenever it dies. Rest in peace, Nugget. Um, nugget died? Nugget died, yeah. Oh, no. But Gamer and Nugget had a baby, right. and they named her Baby Gugget. <laughs> but uh, Gamer died too, I think. Oh, man. But um, he's a good YouTuber. I recommend him. And- a uh, few others I won't recommend. I just really like shock humor, and it can come off really bad. So I'm just not going to recommend or even talk about YouTubers that I watch that do shock humor. So I love commentaries, which is the opposite of Isaac. Basically. I watch Mr. Ballin. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. good one, Mr. Ballin. Mr. Ballin's pretty good, but I watch... You know, Danny Gonzalez, Drew Good, and Curtis oh. Connor, Eddie Burback. 
Um, <laughs> rest in peace, Gus Johnson. Um, yeah. Alec Blam. That's my one favorite thing from him. That's my only favorite thing from him. <laughs> Alec Blam. Um, I don't even remember. You don't even know from. him. He has a gun. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> I have 30 more shots in this five chamber gun. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I don't know guns. Um I was going to say I love Bird. Do you watch Bird? Oh yeah, those yeah, the very simple animators. Yeah. I'm a sucker for any of those any of those YouTubers that do the the white and just the Pencil. 2D yes, line art so much and yeah bird is great um ice cream sandwich is another one like him and then there's multiple other copies out there that are just as, as funny yep yep yeah how do you do this when you're drinking coke and stuff it, and every not just time like there's there's burps phone? every time every single podcast <laughs> good there's burps yep just learning to accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about all I got for YouTubers that yeah. I actually like. I I'm on YouTube a lot, probably more than I should be, and I just watch random stuff like the newest trailers and like random snippets of video games because I don't have like a console except for. Um, my switch but i'm still a big fan of like this content that's put out in video games so i'm just watching video games and i can't stand let's players i guess sometimes markiplier so i don't watch i just watch the clip of the video game i don't even watch a let's player so okay this is a question for isaac Uh-oh. who hmm. Who are your top picks for Jason to have on the podcast? Hmm. Uh, probably Ethan Brown, my friend from ministry school. That is happening. Good. Sure. Yes. Good. Um, when he, I go to Virginia, I should have a podcast with Sevig and Danny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. It'd be um, a little wild. <laughs> um. I mean, obviously, they probably knew what I was going to say. But, uh. What about. Um, I, my blanking on names. I do. Every time I'm on the podcast, names are just gone. Like, they just. Yeah. I kind of think it would be funny to have one of your guests be like a five-year-old or a four-year-old mm-hmm. and just ask them questions about life and have your audience yeah. ask them like big, deep questions, right? you know, and have, have it come from, you know, the mind of a child. I yeah. think you, know, you can get a lot of cool perspectives and some funny stuff too. For sure. To That'd be so but, much fun. Uh, um, Bo, maybe. That's an interesting youth idea. pastor of Slam Youth, Mount Vernon. I want to do Owen and Kale too. That might be a little crazy as well. Have but them both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got to be together. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
This is a certified Owen moment. <laughs> um, darn it. I hate that I can't think names. Anyway, I guess we'll move on to the next question. Maybe your dad. That'd be funny. <laughs> My dad? That would be great. And he would never do it. I know. That's why it would be so great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What if what if there was a way to get this mobile and you just walked around Mount Vernon and you just asked them questions about, you know, anything. You know, what do you think about this? No comment. And that's that's the whole video. <laughs> just people saying no comment. And that'd be funny. I think that would be funny. Featuring the city of Mount Vernon. That could be wild. I could just go to Hedges and just talk to everybody there. Hmm. Everyone would, not everyone. Make like a clip. Matt would talk yeah. about certain things um, a lot. A quick montage of just random stuff. Exactly. It'd be good. Another question for Isaac. Do you remember the first time meeting Jason? Yes. Really? So, yeah. Think. So we're at the Brownings, of course, because that's how I met you and Eileen and right. Nancy nester and uh you know we would play games and stuff down there as kids and my my first impression of you is just like man this boy really don't know how to run right <laughs> you would when you're running away because that was the majority of our games was just running away from me or someone <laughs> and you would just be everyone would go Pew! and they'd be gone and you'd be like <laughs> You like didn't know how to run. I didn't know if you had like something wrong with your legs or or what was going on. Where you did not know how to run. It's like you didn't know how to pick up your legs one after another. Um, but you were happy about it. You were laughing the whole time. And I, I I I would let you like get a little bit and run. Oh, but it was it was funny. <laughs> you were very small. I was the slowest. <laughs> I was the slowest runner my whole life to like high school. Like even like in basketball. Did it hit you one day? It's like man. No, I did. I, I didn't know, know why I run. was slow. I didn't know why I was slow. But like That's even funny. in like in middle school in basketball, it was like everybody, and then me, and then the fat kid. Mm. Like that's oh. that's how slow I was. <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't oh, the slowest. Funny. Yeah. But like of my fitness, I was the slowest by mm -hmm. far, always. Mm -hmm. Till now, like <laughs> till like two years ago, probably I finally somehow broke that yeah brayden still thinks she's faster than me but i know it's not true she's probably not faster than you anymore no but she was when we were like 14 or something we raced and she beat me and she will not race me again well you know i used to be the fastest out of you know, all the yeah. boys and you know Le lexus yeah. kept me on my heels but i was fastest for a long time but then yep. i started you know working out every day and doing 
all that and then i i still thought i was like oh i'm so much faster than you and we raced one day and it's like man (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while since i really like just raced someone running it's been a couple i raced dad like last year Mm -hmm. and i beat him pretty bad yeah and then since then i just haven't felt the need to but i would race brayden any time yeah you don't realize like as you're growing up how because when you play as a kid you know you could run and run and run and run and run because your body's just used to that and then when you start going to work and you're sitting in an office job or you know you just stop moving as much you stop playing and then but you like my mentality thinks well i can still run that fast but then i like halfway i'm like (laughs) yeah and it sucks but that's just me being um out of shape so yes (laughs) um we have one more question where are we at on time um i think we're at about 40 minutes Mm. something like that I'll ask Eileen if she probably got more. She sent it to me. Should I ask the Discord? Sure. What is the best thing your parents taught you? Mm. That's like, Mm -hmm. hmm, that's kind of an odd question. You can go first because I'm messaging this chat. Um, I would say, obviously, gee whiz, it was like four in a row. Um, that you know they taught me the bible (laughs) obviously Mm -hmm. is the best thing they taught me Mm -hmm. and i've i've heard the the um reasoning what's the word i'm looking for here i keep thinking theology but that's not the word i'm looking for at all um philosophy there we go Mm. the philosophy like uh teach your children to pursue truth and Mm. to follow truth and if they do that then if your religion is right at the end of the day then they'll pursue truth and then like your religion will pan out Mm. but i don't believe that it's kind of faulty logic because if you believe that your religion is the truth then wouldn't you teach them that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, if you believe that philosophy yeah. and and you believe this is the truth, then teach them the truth, you know? Right. So yeah, that's kind of a, a gateway to get them off of truth, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's kind of a loophole. I mean, my parents, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times what i would learn from them it was never kind of a sit down you know this is what you have to do in life son it was just from me just purely observing them and observing how they interacted with the world you know really stood out to me you know like my dad's willing to serve anyone and everyone without complaining and the humility that comes from my dad you know is kind of big big for me you know i supposed to serve people i'm supposed i'm supposed to be there for people um you know and just keep a cool calm and collected mind about it and don't get angry um, yep don't get you know 
don't act out in anger, you know. And I learned a lot of that from my dad. But I would say that one thing that my mom said to me that has really stuck out to me was um, when you pursue someone in life at, with a relationship, look for the Jesus in them. And, you know, not them. Look for the Jesus in them. If, if they're not pursuing Jesus almost harder than you are, you know, then maybe they're not the right person for you. And uh, she said that after I had about <laughs> five ex relationships, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Did you heed that right away? Um, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I knew the answer to that question, so I answered it. I mean, asked it, but yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you got to love the Jesus in someone before you love them. Yep. For sure. Um, all right, we have more questions. Good. How did you come up with Nail Trap? Nail Trap. Um, probably my own mental breakdowns, <laughs> honestly. Um, Ooh, story like, time. Where you're like, this I want to be, be this um, in, inside. <laughs> <laughs> it was an expression of my mentality and my emotions. I wanted to create something, and it kind of put out this story. So um, it is kind of wild. Sorry if I'm keep your thought, but how wide it's spread now. Mm. Like most people in this area have heard of nail trap. <laughs> like it's kind of weird. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Like if you just walked up to a random group of people in Mount Vernon and were like nail trap, they'd be like, Ooh. Yeah, I've heard something about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Nail Trap is a character I created when I was a teenager. I was probably like 16 or 17, maybe younger than that. I can't remember. But um, it was supposed to be like a folklore. I wanted it to be like a, a legend of Mount Vernon. Um, yeah. And uh, a, just a cool story. But I made it. I So... I went through a breakup, wanted to express myself in a way. It was around the time where Five Nights at Freddy's was becoming like a really popular thing. And, you know, um, there was something scary about something big, something with a big head coming at you really fast. So I wanted to replicate that and something scary. Um, so I went into my dad's garage. I got a whole bunch of wood and nails and tape and sticks. I just put together this giant wooden head and um, that you could wear that you could actually put on your head, and it was heavy. That first thing was <laughs> heavy, and I used that for stuff. Um, but that was the first one, um, and like people liked the idea. I was telling the story about how Nell Trap was a man who had a daughter who died, and he felt like a monster after his daughter died, so he didn't only want to feel like a monster he wanted to look like a monster so he made a head and he put it on his head and he knelt to his head and he was just a creepy guy who, who lived around here in the 50s or whatever and um so but my dad took that head and he burnt it <laughs> he was like what is this and he, he burned it <laughs> and uh he he actually helped me make the nail trap head that most people know which is the, you know, the classic nail trap head. And it has a movable jaw, 
and stuff and it looks really big and really scary but it was lighter which was good for me when I put it on and chase people in the dark with it <laughs> but, and then we made another one that has jaws that open up like the predator was it the predator yeah I think it was the predator they open sideways and that was fun but that was heavy again <laughs> but uh yeah nail trap just kind of came out of me trying to express myself as a moody hormonal teen who had a little bit of a dark side, I guess, um, and who loved to do storytelling. Mm. Yep. Very cool. I mean, what? I didn't make the story up. He's real, and he's yes. out there. Yes. I, I know, like, um, one of the kids who used to come over to our house all the time um, he's, he's like 14, 15, 16, seven, no, 16. I don't know. But he, he, um, heard the story, played the game and he brought it to his school and he like wrote a, like an essay on it. It was for a school project and he told all of his friends about it and all right. of his friends grew up with him telling the story and his friends told their friends and you know, that might yeah. be why it's all over Mount Vernon now. Yeah. And uh, he's actually wanting to do a little film. He's also a YouTuber. And he's wanting to do a film uh, about it. And then me and Eileen are actually, we, well, when I was still in school, we were writing a book yeah. about an actual book. And I, I think Eileen's writing was really good on it because I read all of it, what she had when she moved out. Yeah. And it was very engaging. Yeah. It it's really an interesting concept, and I think it would do well. I just, you know. I don't know. Yeah. It's not like something you feel like digging your heels into, like, I need to get this out. But I want it to be right, you know. If we make it, I want it to be what I'm exactly envisioning. So I'm right. so scared because I don't want to put something out there and it's not actually true of what I think the character is, you know. Right. Uh, that might be one reason why I've been putting it off because <laughs> I just I don't want to mess up on it. You know, right. everything I do, I want to make sure it's with quality and care. That's the thing about... You see all the spiders in this room? Crazy. <laughs> Little did you know, your son is going to turn out to be Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this is a better angle for my mic or my... Like, yeah, that's way better. Because you can, like, relax your wrist this way. Mm. Um. Okay. No, 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 no. What would your last meal be? <laughs> That's a pretty good question. That's a good question. Mm. Like, could you get anything for your last meal? Like, anything yes, in the world? anything. Huh. I would get crab in, like, good crab in Alfredo Linguini, and I would be happy. <clears throat> I would probably try and ask for anything that, like a platter because you can ask for a whole meal, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, would, so. I would ask for things that I've never tried before. So if there's stuff out there, you know, that, you know, puffer fish, other meats that you're not allowed to have in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> well, um, obviously you can't have anything. Oh, I want a human heart. <laughs> <laughs> um maybe probably seafood 
probably something seafood or just exotic in general because i'm bougie like that (laughs) that's all i got on my end did you get any let me look funniest moment ever in all of history or of our life (laughs) and it just says funniest moment ever we can talk about funniest moment that we've encountered in our life i would assume oh i don't know my life's pretty boring sometimes this takes some time to think about yeah i can't think of one on the top of my head because like all the things <laughs> the tiktok video i watched yesterday <laughs> all of the things that like have made me laugh the hardest and like the most funny times we've had are just like super random things and you just get in the mood you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Those are always like the funniest times. Um, all of my funny stories are with Danny. So, I have a couple that came to my brain. So, one time me and Danny were fishing, mm-hmm. and Michael, me, and Danny, and Michael, and you know. Back and we were staying out there all night, every night. And we had a catfish on the line. It was pretty big. But it, uh, like, got down too deep and it got tangled up in under a log or something. And so, Danny and... Just an excuse to say you caught a log. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we for sure had it on there. And mm. so... Michael took Danny out on the boat and he was going to go dive down into the creek to get this catfish out of the bottom of the creek and you know Danny's a pretty experienced scuba diver and stuff like that he's certified and so you know it's pretty deep to get to the bottom of Big Creek at the time it's I don't know probably like 12 feet something like that (laughs) and so he uh, he stripped naked to do this for some reason because we're out in the woods and stuff. I guess he didn't want to get his clothes wet. And so I'm out. I'm on the bank just like watching him from kind of a, you know, Big Creek's not that big, so I'm not like that far away. But, and for some reason, Michael's wife comes waltzing out there. <laughs> And Danny's under the water, you know, so, like, I can't communicate to him or anything. And so, (laughs) (laughs) I can't, this is my problem. I get, like, to a certain point in their story, and I don't really remember exactly what happens. But I just remember I had to redirect Michael's wife and, like, just, like, distract her with random things, like, hey, look, there's a butterfly over there. Why don't we walk that? And just like everything I did, she would like, you know, it wouldn't work. Like no matter what. Mm-hmm. It was so funny mm-hmm. at the time, but it's not that funny now. But yeah, I can't think of one thing like a f- significant funny thing. I just 
laugh throughout my entire life. So right. I don't know. Okay, this pretty is I, this is funnier. Anyway, yet again, me and Danny were in a Chinese restaurant, and we were just in a mood that day, and Danny was just making dumb joke after dumb joke, and we were dying laughing in the booth of this Chinese restaurant, and... You know, like the waitress walks up to us and we're we're like barely breathing. She's trying to take our orders and stuff. And uh, the guy, there were guys in the booth behind us. And we just lost it so bad that <laughs> we were like losing control of ourselves. And these guys were videoing us just laughing at like wow. we're in a restaurant it's impressive laughing about nothing as far as everyone else can see right. you know what i'm saying after a while it... <laughs> yeah you're just and you're like oh. <laughs> oh they're still going yeah exactly so these guys are like totally not subtly just videoing us laughing at nothing and it was a lot of fun yeah i enjoyed it hmm. Um, I have a few questions and we can just kind of quickly answer them because there's just sure. a lot of little questions. But uh, um, what is the optimal distance to stand at a urinal? <laughs> um, just close enough. Yeah, it's kind of hard to gauge that. You don't want to stand too close where people are like, oh, why is he in the urinal? Well, so I have an issue that I feel like most people might not have this issue. Maybe just I do. Is that almost no matter what I do, I cannot keep it from splattering on myself. <laughs> like I cannot find anywhere to point any distance to stand the only just thing just a hard peer <laughs> yeah i guess i got a powerful bladder the only <laughs> the only thing that i have found to do is like get it at a perfect angle to where it like goes along the side and you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like i can't just go straight on or mm -hmm. else it just <laughs> Yeah, it gets everywhere. Yeah, and I'm not going to stand, like, super far back. <laughs> four feet back. Uh, yeah, moving on. That uh, can be an audio version only. Is Bigfoot real? Definitely. Maybe. I don't So I'll, I don't I'll say a story so. that probably everyone knows and doesn't believe me for anyway. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't... I don't care if Bigfoot is real or if he's not real. Um, I don't think we'll ever know. But around the time where there was this show called Finding Bigfoot. Oh, yes. And, and uh, like, they would do, like, yells and, like, knock on trees and stuff. I, I don't re I never really believed in it, but I just thought that was fun to take your friends out in the woods and do that stuff and then listen uh, me and my cousin was in a houseboat. We were staying the night in a houseboat. We went and visit family, and one of their fr our friends, you know, 
asleep on the houseboat. And uh, so that night when it got dark, everything was calm, super quiet, very quiet night on the river. And I did a really loud Bigfoot call. I prided myself on how well I did Bigfoot calls. And uh, I did Bigfoot calls, and it was whoop. And then we waited a little bit and just listened. There was nothing. And suddenly someone whoop, real loud, real back, and just like the trees, just right across the river. You know, I grew up in the country. I know what a coyote sounds like. You know, wasn't a coyote. Um, could have been a person, sure, I guess. But here's the thing. I, I had never met someone who could do that as well as I could until that night, you know, and I've never heard someone do it. Do, they did it for a long time. It was like a really long time, longer than mine, so it wasn't an echo. So I don't know what it was. <laughs> it could have been a person, but I don't know to this very day. And I said... You know, we called out like, hello, and we made more other noise. There was nothing after that. You know, you'd think <laughs> they would keep messing with this, you know, because obviously if that was person, they knew what I was doing, you know, because they have seen finding Bigfoot. you think they would knock more or something or like do another call, but there was nothing after that, absolutely zero. So it was like, huh. Do you remember that night with us in the tent and... The whole, like everybody in that tent mm -mm. and you were doing that and like there was definitely a call back but like you couldn't tell what it like it was pretty far away but do you, you remember tell that if it was a barely it was like you me daniel charity bobby Braden, oakley eiley i think bobby left before that i but can't yeah. remember that was the night where like the tent halfway fell off the bank hmm. and some of I, I can't know. remember but I mean I was really good at kind of like freaking people out so even though I probably knew it was like a coyote I was like did you hear that and right. then made people think like oh maybe it was <laughs> but I don't know I can't remember that day so I won't be able to tell you I I, I think about a lot the night we camped down by the river and there were just so many mosquitoes and we weren't in a tent and you that. were just you were just building like I was laying there okay so I'm laying me Eileen and Brayden were laying on the bank mm. at this ang like an angle of like 30 degrees or something like a steep angle we're so stupid and mosquitoes so bad was i there yeah and so i'm laying was that there the night where i was constantly doing yes. the fire so i'm laying there at night not sleeping at all but like halfway asleep just staring watching isaac do this fire all night he was like crawl because the bank is so steep you kind of had to crawl on all fours to get up and down comfortably <laughs> and so i was just watching isaac all night like crawl <laughs> up and down on all fours grab some wood yes. come back Exactly. Put it on the fire. Exactly Go again. like Because I knew you guys weren't about to do the fire because I'm sleepy. So I had to make sure this fire was lit so we had light so we didn't die by coyotes. And two, so we had warmth because it was getting cold. And another to keep the mosquitoes away. 
And like, yeah, well, this fire. I got zero. I, I stayed up all the way until sunrise, right next to the fire. And I don't know what it was, but the wood would just burn super fast. It would be like two minutes, and a whole log would be gone. I'm like, what is happening? So I constantly I was going back and forth on my hands and knees and crawling like a, a Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. That's exactly and just, what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> I probably looked like him too because I was getting hot because of the fire. So I was taking my, I think I took my shirt off. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, <laughs> I can get you in the firewood, my precious. At one point, the mosquitoes got so bad. Mm. It was like midnight, and me and Oakley went out and just got in the lake and swam out to the stump and just hung out on the stump in the lake at like midnight it was obviously summer mm-hmm. anymore yeah so one was what is one book that every christian should read the bible is <laughs> <laughs> the first good one um then after that i would recommend um unoffendable it's a good book about not letting your heart being offended and getting in the that's posture. really important um, and guess what? I haven't read it, <laughs> but I like the title and everyone else in my school that I went to read it and they said it was like the best book they ever read. That's uh, super important. And, uh, there's another one that I'm currently reading. It's like, I will read books that, um, <laughs> living like Jesus, I think it's called. <laughs> Or, no, no, no. It's a spinoff of What Would Jesus Do? It's called Do What Jesus Did. So you're not just thinking and pondering, hmm, what would Jesus do right now? You're doing what Jesus did. So that means like healing the sick, uh, getting demons out of people. And uh, it's a really powerful book about just doing it, not letting your social cues and fears and comfort zones get in the way of you doing was commanded of all of us you know and just pushing past it and uh, i've only gotten to like the the first chapter but it's <laughs> really good it has todd white in it and uh their adventures in uh some kind of el- town in illinois that had like crime rampant everywhere so and they like met with the crime lord and they like prayed for him and like got a demon out of his friend and they, they like came to christ right there and like stopped a whole mafia war from happening just by introducing them to christ it's a really powerful book and so i would recommend do what jesus did i don't know who it's by so interesting <laughs> yeah uh, the what would jesus do book i am not a fan of that book like i think it has some faulty theology hmm. that i don't really feel like what is it stressing my brain the what would jesus do oh but do it okay you've read that no what would Jesus? oh what do? would like jesus the original do? one gotcha and i didn't know that was a book yeah that's how it came about <laughs> it's it's a you know a fiction book it's a novel and <laughs> any, I don't know, it's any really book. 
horny in my opinion. Yeah. And I would say any yeah. fantasy book that has that's set in realism, but it's like a Christian message most of the time is going to be cheesy, unless it's something like Lord of the Rings or Narnia, um, that has like Christian symbolism. It's going right. to be kind of cheesy most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, it has good. Obviously, it's a pretty good book because of how famous it got. But like. I don't know. I wrote a whole report on it, and I don't remember any of it. But I would like to get my report out and read what I, <laughs> my conclusions on it again. Mm-hmm. But is that all we got? No, we got more. Yeah. Um, one was about my terrariums. Go for it. Uh, so I was just wondering how did I get in terrariums and plants and stuff. So I grew up in the woods, <laughs> basically surrounded by woods. Um and just plants was a big part of me growing up my dad did lands he did landscaping around our house and he was really good at it he made a giant goldfish pond giant flower gardens and stuff we'd have huge banana trees everywhere palm trees um, not palm trees uh elephant ears elephant ears and uh just a really beautiful place growing up so but you know plants weren't my hobby at the time and then um you know i started getting into succulents because i just really liked the idea of oh you can cut off a leaf and put it into the dirt and it starts growing a whole new plant that's pretty cool so i started playing around with those and i just had this like succulent collection that i had for the longest time um but that wasn't until like my a little before i went to school so i was like 17 18 and then i went to atlanta i lived in atlanta for three years which was a whole culture shock because i grew up around trees and plants and stuff and now i'm in like these urban areas and like the grays and the concretes and stuff which atlanta is known for being one of the most one of the biggest cities with the most plants like the most foliage and stuff like that but even so it was still like you know, and I missed home really bad, so I just started going to plant stores and getting plants. And also, um, in the Lena School Ministry where I was at, we would get donations with food and stuff from grocery stores. And along with those donations, we got plants because the grocery stores couldn't keep plants for a certain amount of time or whatever. So they would give us the plants. So I would take these plants, I'd put them on my windows and stuff, and I just kept getting more and more and more. And then when I got home, I started collecting more and more. And then, you know, I'd watch YouTube videos about terrarium making, and I made one. I really liked it. I made two. And then other people started liking it. It's like, can you make me one? I'm like, sure. And I started making a whole bunch, and then it was all downhill from there. Funny. <laughs> Interesting. Man, you're getting bombarded. Yeah, we have a a discord with the students <laughs> one of those weird owen moments but i don't feel like picking on owen right now <laughs> one of the funniest moments as a youth leader um <laughs> it's just another one of those things like there's so much that just it's just normal <laughs> you know 
Uh, For sure. I, I can't think of one in particular. I mean, Owen at, texting me like the middle of the night asking if Jesus has a belly button was pretty funny. <laughs> but so I guess that's kill, killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> uh, I really miss Owen. Owen makes me really miss when Oakley used to ask me random questions mm. like that all the time. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. Oakley will know what I'm talking about. We're laying on the floor and she just goes, how many fibers of carpet do you think are here? <laughs> and the funny thing is, is, she doesn't just ask them like wonderingly. She asks them like she expects you to answer it. Like, how many? Like, you know better than me. You're older than yeah. me. How many carpet fibers are here? And I'm like, I don't know how many carpet fibers. Well, that's another one from Ethan. These have all been from Ethan Shepard, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah. One is, uh, if aliens were to come and they would want you to have one human represent the whole human race for the first meeting, who would it be? Jordan Peterson. I don't know who that is. Well, he's intelligent. Cool. I don't know if this means like through history or whatever, but Adolf Hitler, <laughs> Jesus, maybe be good. Well, but then you start mixing like Christianity and aliens, and then you get down this whole weird path. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it would determining this answer would depend upon what we want the aliens to think of us. Like, do we want the aliens to think we're cool? Do we want the aliens to think we're powerful? Do we want the aliens to think we're dumber than we actually are? Do we want the aliens to think, you know, what do we want them to think about us? Do we want to use propaganda against them and make them think some certain way about us? Do we want them to think we're all Arnold Schwarzeneggers? (laughs) Or... I'd say Betty White, but... We're all Logan Pauls. Jeff Goldblum. That's the name I was looking for earlier. Um, Oh, and they said... uh, Isaac's... Who you would want me to have on the podcast. I was like, Jeff Goldblum. That's a... I didn't know we like literally meant anyone in the world. I just Someone I should aim practical. for. <sighs> it's not. Start DMing Jeff Goldblum every day. Hey, you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> hey, you want to be on my podcast? Mm. You. <laughs> One year later, he finally is like, No. Been... <laughs> yeah, it finally responds, No. <laughs> mm hmm. Well, I think that's a pretty good end to our cool discussion. You feel like this you is, have your content? This is the longest one so far. Hmm. So, edit it. <laughs> <laughs> I will. All right. All right. Podcast out.